0: Love Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show, brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Happy Monday to you, Queen. I trust that you had a beautiful holiday weekend that you enjoyed So your Thanksgiving. You enjoyed spending time with family and friends and yes, even time with yourself. I am so excited today as we're broadcasting to you live. Uh, we are here to bring you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas such a big success. I am so excited today. why? because first of all, God allowed us to wake up this morning and He allows us to, to today to have eighty six thousand and four hundred seconds of time in our calendar. Today And so that is a beautiful thing. And so we can't take that for granted, you know, but we should feel excited and happy about it. When we wake up in the morning, we'll go, wow, we have an opportunity to do great things today. And that is what's so very, very important, the opportunity to do incredible and great things for ourselves. So today, what I want to talk with you about on Successful Woman Radio, is going to be all about showing yourself some gratitude. All this month, we've talked about gratitude and why it's so important, but we haven't addressed one important person, and that is you, yourself. So today, I'm going to be giving you these seven ways to show yourself gratitude, so definitely make sure you get your pen and your paper out. This past weekend, I had the opportunity. to uh, be with one of my uh, longtime clients, Miss Jean Kempson. We had a beautiful, beautiful time. Uh, She is creating something quite extraordinary as well uh, for herself. She's wanting to teach people how she has created her own family legacy and how uh, she leads her family as the matriarch uh, into entrepreneurism and other avenues to do quite uh, incredible things. And so, Uh, I am very grateful to her. So yesterday I had the opportunity to participate in Small Business Sunday with her, and um, it was quite wonderful. So, again, kudos out to Ms. Jane Kempton and all of the great work she is getting ready to do. I also want to give a big shout out to uh, longtime Women About Biz member, Pamela Boudre. Uh, Pamela is the executive director and founder of SHE Ministries International. She's been doing great strides and work in helping uh, those women who are experiencing homelessness, those women who are experiencing um, abuse in some way, uh, and they are no longer living in their homes, but they're having to be dependent upon a shelter. And so she has just been out there in the trenches doing just incredible work. So Pamela, if you think no one's paying attention or watching you, I am, and I see all of the incredible work that you are doing. A big shout out to my dear, sweet friend, Alicia Cole, uh, who has been just such an incredible resource to other individuals when it comes to patient advocacy. She's been helping individuals for more than a decade now um, to overcome and to jump over the hurdles of having a loved one who is uh, greatly ill deal with a lot of Hospital issues and yes, there are a lot of those issues. Alicia has sat on the Presidential Board for Health, uh, you know, appointed by President Obama. Um, she has done great things to help uh, the community in regards to patient advocacy, and so I want to give her a big kudos and a big shout out as well. There are so many women within Women About Biz that have done incredible things. All of you, I want to give you big shout outs, and I I want to say a big thank you to all of the Women About Biz members who continue to listen to the show. They support Women About Biz and. Successful Woman Radio in various ways, I want to say thank you. Uh, I am so appreciative of you. I don't take you for granted and know that it is my prayer that God continues to lead me with words and resources and information that you may grow your organization or your business. Definitely so. At this time, I want to go ahead and go to God in prayer. Yes, yes. Let's give him thanks uh, for bringing us to this point thus far. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to wake up this morning and to have yet, oh, yes, another day to accomplish our business goals. Father, we definitely don't take those 86,400 seconds. For dear Lord. We know that every precious second that you give us, there is, there is work for us to do. There are things that we can become a living testimony for in your name. Bless us, O oh Lord, as we pursue being queens of our empires, queens of action, and queens of leadership. O oh Lord, let us not procrastinate Lord, let us not do that. Let us be queens of action again, O oh Lord. Father, we ask for a special blessing over those business women, over all women, Lord, right now that might be struggling with debt, feeling alone and isolated and really not sure which way to turn. Let them know, Father, that they are not alone. Give them inner peace and strength and send those resources and others to them, O Lord. That can help. Oh, Father, you are a mighty God. Your Son was a mighty man. We are so grateful. Your son, Jesus Christ, who died for all of our sins, Lord. Father, we thank you for all of the blessings that you have given us, and we embrace and accept, Lord. Oh, yes, Father, we accept all of those blessings that are yet to come. Thank you for the Successful Woman Radio Show, Father, and for all of the listeners that support the show. Father, I know that you will continue to send women my way. I know that you will continue, Lord, to send women who need to hear the words on this show, who need encouragement, who need that motivation, who need that inspiration, Father. And so I personally, Lord, thank you in advance for sending all of these beautiful souls to us at Successful Woman Radio, and Lord, it certainly will not be in vain. Oh, Lord, at this time, Father, again, I just want to offer you praise. I just want to offer you thanks. I just want to offer you gratitude, oh, Lord, for all of the talent and the potential that you have given to me and all of the listeners who are on the show. Father, let us not take these things for granted, but let us go to work to become those living testimonies in your name, Lord. Let us show people that we can, too, have abundance, that we can have success, that we can do those things that can help others and experience um, a sense of peace and joy within ourselves as well, dear Lord. So, Father, it is in all of these things that we pray in Christ's name. Amen. Oh, yes, it is so important, Queens, for us to have this kind of gratitude and to be thankful to the Lord. Right now, if you haven't, It's a good time to just kind of flash over on another line and call, you know, a sister friend or call someone whom you feel, you know, it's thinking about being in business or wants to be in business, have them to jump on the show today. Just let them know, girl, you need to get on Successful Woman Radio. Queen Trina is going to be talking about seven ways to show yourself gratitude. Oh, yeah, it's all about you today, Queen. It's all about showing yourself gratitude. Did you think we were not going to talk about you? Did you think that we were going to talk about gratitude all month long and not cover you? Oh, yes, we are. Why? Because remember, God says you can't love your neighbor until you love yourself, right? So you have got to love yourself. This is one of the most important things that God wants you to understand. He preinstalled love within you. Love is the greatest attribute of humans that we can possibly have for there are many words that we look to express how we feel and we look to solve problems with many words, but only one word, only one word that I know of can take care of it all, and that is love. For so when we show love to one another, when we show love to ourselves, God is pleased, God is happy with that. And so today, again, a little bit later on in the show, we're going to be talking about seven ways to show yourself gratitude coming up just a little bit later in the show. Well, if you haven't, meaning if you haven't been participating in the goal setting section of our goal setting program at Women About Biz, that's okay. You still have one more month. You have December to practice fully the power of goal setting within your business. Now, listen up. December is a powerful month. It's the last month within the year. And if you don't think that God can show up and show out in your life in 31 days, oh, you've got another thing coming. God will show you some things in 31 days that you never thought you would experience. He will show you the power of organization. He will show you the power of goal setting. He will show you how goal setting is the foundation to all manifestation. He will show you those things. But first, something very important must happen. You must be committed. You must be willing to take a step. You must be willing to take action. And you must be willing to become the CEO that is best for your business. Not best for you, but that is best for your business. So it is still not late for you to participate in our goal setting program uh, for the rest of this year. We've got our goals planner coming out for December this week. We've got our open office, which is kind of like a live working session where you get to work with other businesswomen on a task or uh, on a particular goal. We've got Two of those coming out in December, right, two separate dates. And we've got other things that we will be sharing with you, such as strategic planning and other things that are going to help you to build your business during this month this upcoming month of December. So if you have not participated, then I ask that you make sure, number one, that you are fully registered at Women About Biz. You know, you can start out being a free member and then at some point join the Silver membership if you so desire, or just stay a free member, right? So go to dot. Uh, WomenAboutBiz.net. Again, that's member.womenaboutbiz.net. Go ahead, go there and get yourself registered if you haven't. Once you register, then you'll be able to uh, look in the left-hand column under coaching, click on goal setting, and be part of our goal setting program. Again, the December Goals Planner will be coming out this month. Now, one of the things you should know, I've had some other people ask me questions about that, you know, are, do we have a goals planner for every single month? And is absolutely, because each month is different. I try to customize um, the instructions provided to you each month to that month to let you know things that you should be preparing for, right? And so absolutely, a new goals planner will be coming out every single month. And so the December goals planner will be out, I believe it's coming out on Wednesday. And so I'm very, very glad for that. Um, The other thing that I think is key too, and I've suggested that, is to get yourself just a a half inch or a one inch three ring notebook along with the Avery um, 12 month tabs, right? So the tabs will say January through December. So this way you can print out each of the goal planners each month and put them under the appropriate tab. You can add some extra sheets of paper for notes. And then this becomes your planning binder for the year, right? And so that's very important. Um, I want to give a big shout out to Shalisa who emailed me And she shared that she realized that goal setting was not just something quick and easy that you can do. She realized that she needed to really work on her better understanding of the process of goal setting. So, Shalisa, I thank you for sending me that email and also for sharing that aha moment. And all of you should be having aha moments when it comes to goal setting. I am convinced more than ever that goal setting, yes, indeed, is the foundation to all manifestation. As a matter of fact, God, again, is trying to tell us that in Habakkuk 2:2, too, right? He's trying to tell us that, listen, you got to write it down and make it plain. In other words, people can't see what's in your mind. People can't understand what you're feeling. Um, and so, therefore, from the very beginning of your vision, in order to activate your vision, you must be able to take it from the spiritual realm of yourself and move it through to the physical realm. And the only way we can really do that is by committing to writing it down and making it plain. Plain. Now, I am going to say that you know a lot of people do a little too much writing when it comes to goals and envisioning. You know, they think that they're supposed to be sounding all eloquent and poetic, but that's really not what you need to be doing. I suggest that when you write, first of all, your vision of what it is you want to experience at some particular time, that you really consider being very specific and try to write it in a point fashion that. Um, you can really pinpoint what it is that that the vision that you had and what it is that you want to experience. But I also recommend with goals, the same thing. Bullet point your goals and for each of your visions, because remember, I've I've shared with you that so many people think that they're only supposed to have one lifetime vision. And it's like, why are we putting God in the box like that? No, we have visions with an S. We have visions all of the time. Whenever you have a thought, an emotion, a feeling of something that you need to be doing, honey, that is a vision, right? And visions don't have a time constraint or a time um, deadline on it. We're the ones that set the time on it, right? The big thing is, is that when you have a vision, what God expects you to do is he expects you to lead. He expects you to take control of that vision. He expects you to be the queen over that empire, right? And so what you need to do is to always make sure that whenever you have an idea, whenever you see something that you really want, whether it's in life or business, that you need to write it down, which means put pen to paper and make it plain so that you can properly plan. It is through the planning stages that manifestation actually can begin taking some kind of shape. And that is why goal setting is a spiritual experience. I know it is to me. Why? It's because we are actually paralleling God's divine wisdom. If, we, if you think about it, if you go back and you read Genesis and you look at the fact that, you know, uh, first there was the word, right? And then the word took shape and form, and then God started his creation from there. We actually are being able to parallel God's divine power. He is putting within us his own image so that we may experience some of just some of his goodness and who he is. And so this is why ghost setting is such a spiritual expression, because it allows us to take what was once residing just in the spiritual realm of of ourselves, it is allowing us to take that and to push it through to the physical realm, thereby being able to take action to it and to actually make it Happen. One of the most beautiful examples I think that I've been able to come up with to express the power of manifesting is that of desiring a home. You know, you can imagine wanting a six-bedroom, four-car garage home. You can see you can see the lights on the driveway lining up uh, as you're driving up driveway. You can see the beautiful home, right? You might see that you have a beautiful red door with a big gold knocker on the door, the beautiful plants on each side of the door. You can just actually see it, right? That is an actual vision. However, the vision can't come to pass. It can't can't fully blossom until you take it out of that spiritual realm and push it over. This is why It is so very, very important to understand that when you're having all of those business visions that you're having or those ideas, you've got to understand that nothing is going to take place until you get it out of the spiritual realm and move it on over to the physical side, right? I believe it's God's gift to us, you know? It's his gift to us showing us that, listen, I'm going to show you that while you are a spiritual being living in a human-hosted body, I'm going to show you how to to really practice supernatural powers that I have bestowed upon you since birth. I'm going to show you how to do that. And it's through that power of goal setting. So, you know, when we hear the words goal setting, we don't necessarily think of it as something as a supernatural power, but I'm here to tell you that it really, really is. And even through the power of goal setting, we cannot take it for granted. So getting back to the example of the home, you know, you can picture a beautiful home, but until you start writing down what are the things that I need to do in order to create this vision, in order to make something you know, turn turn just a thought uh, or an idea or an emotion, turn it into something. How do I begin to do that? Well, you write it down, right? You start evaluating and looking at what does it take to build a home? You know, um, how much money will I need to get started with the home? How, you know, if I don't have the money, how do I overcome that hurdle? Uh, what are some of the ways that I can generate the funds myself to get started? You start looking at planning your up. Uh, Uh, driving out and looking at different properties, you know, a land for sale. So you start looking at all of that, but oh, one day, one day, as you begin to accomplish all of those things, you will be able to drive your car up a driveway, get out of that car and go and put a key into that door that you only able to imagine at one point in time, and you'll be able to turn that lock and walk into Something quite incredible. You will be able to walk into something that was once not there, but is now manifested. Amen. And so when I think about the power of God and how he bestows upon us all of the powers that whatever we want, whatever we speak into existence, so we shall have. When I think about that, I ask myself the question, if that is the case, then why aren't most people, especially Christians, why are we not executing the powers that have been bestowed upon us? And my answer to myself has been that we function sometimes. With a lack of knowledge and we have so much going on, right? We can't see the forest for the trees, right? We have so much going on in our lives, but that so much going on isn't always something that is priority. We allow so much gunk in our, in our minds that we can't see the blessings, we can't execute the powers that have been bestowed upon us for all of the gunk that we hold in our minds. And this is something that we have to learn to let go of, right? And this is why, and I come right back around to it. This is why we must learn to prepare our minds for greatness every single day. We must be the first persons to tap into our own personal power. This is the way God meant for it to be. And yet, every single day, there are people that allow others to have a greater influence over them than they have over their own selves. And this is not what God will have us to do. And so it's so very, very important that you love yourself and that you become attuned To your feelings, that you become attuned to yourself and know what it is that you want for your life and for your business, thereby being able to claim it in the name of Jesus, being able to claim it, reclaim it for yourself. So what I want to do at this time is I want to go over and I want to go through the five questions of business leadership. Now, guess what? Every year I come up with a whole new set of questions. So this is the last Monday, right? This is one of the last Mondays. I think we have December and I'll be doing it in December. But this is one of the last Mondays that I'll be reading the five questions of business leadership. If you haven't gotten your copy or wanted, you know, or, or you want to have it in its whole um, idea of, of listening, how I do it on the show, and you want a copy of exactly those words, then you can log in to the member portal, member.womenaboutbiz.net. dot net. You can log in. And go all the way down in the left-hand menu to podcast. When you click on podcast, click on resources, and voila, there you have it, five questions of business leadership. You can actually pull it up, copy and paste it into a Word document or a Google Docs document, and then will be able to have it for yourself, and you can, again, continue to move on with asking yourself these questions. All of the questions that I have developed over the years are really geared towards one thing, and that is helping you to hone in on your leadership skills, to help you become the CEO that you need to be for your business. So, starting with question one and the five questions of business leadership is have you set your business foundation now you can't take this question uh, lightly this is a very serious question here and i want to just tell you that i talked to so many people this past weekend who have been in business for years that had not set their business foundation so it's not something that's uncommon, I find that it's all too common that a lot of people who've been in business for a long time have not actually set the foundation. But when they start trying to grow and scale the business, they find out that they're unable to do it because there are a lot of things that were not initially done um, when they started the business. So they've got to backtrack and go and try and figure that out. And so I'm saying to you today, as you listen to these questions, take it to heart and take action on it. Get in your quiet space, you know, put some planning time down on your calendar and start working on your business foundation if need it be. Now, there are five core areas that I'd like to call to your attention when it comes to working on your business foundation. The first core area is legal structure and setup. You know, have you set your LLC? Do you have a tax EIN specifically for your business? Now, side note. I've had a lot of people to say to me, I have a tax EIN already, but yeah, is it attached to your LLC corporation or is it attached to you personally, right? So keep this in mind, a corporation is a separate entity, just like a human being. That's how the government takes a look at that. It's a separate entity, and it has all of the rights bestowed upon it just like an individual has, right? So therefore it has its own EIN number. So once you incorporate, not before, but once you incorporate, you will then be able to apply for a tax EIN number through the IRS, okay? And if you have an EIN that you have been using as a sole proprietor, that's fine. But once you incorporate, you can then switch over to doing your taxes, utilizing your tax EIN number. Of course, it's always helpful to talk to a tax specialist, an accountant, or someone um, who is very well versed in business taxes, because it's really taxes that dictate the structure of business that we need to be in. Here is the second core area of setting your business foundation and that is strategy, right? You've got to learn to become a really great strategic planner. Why? So when you become a strategic planner, then that means that you're pinpointing on what needs to be done and creating a blueprint for everything that you take action on. So you can ask yourself these questions. This kind of helps you to get into the mindset of a strategy planner. What do I want to experience in my business this quarter? What will I do to support my vision and goals for my business? And how will I implement the task to support my goals, right? And who will I delegate to? These are all the thought paths of a strategic planner, right? You are asking yourself questions to pinpoint what it is that you exactly want to bring into fruition. Here's core area three. Have I developed a power team outline? This is one that a lot of people just pass on by. And I'll tell you, I know exactly why a lot of women pass up this question. It is because they feel like, I don't have the money to pay someone to do a lot of things. I'm still in a stage where I have to do everything myself. Now, I beg to differ with a lot of women who say that. However, the thought is there. And so therefore, they don't take the time to to create a a list of professionals that they will need to to really activate within their business instead women go back into that nurturing mode and try to be a multitasker and do everything all on their own. This never works. It only works to a certain point. But when you're talking about growing and scaling your company, then you need to understand, hands down, you have to become a leader. You have to become the CEO of your business. So very, very important, right? So developing a power team is all about getting in your quiet space and listing out a list of of professionals that you know at some point you're going to need assistance with in your business, right? It could be a graphic designer, a web designer, a business coach. It could be an accountant. It could be a copywriter. It could be someone to write write out your articles. The key here is, is that You need to know these people ahead of time. You need to vet them, check out their references. You need to make sure they know who you are and what your needs will be at some particular point so that when you need them, only a click away on your cell phone, right? And the word power team was developed as an internal word. So you don't have to go around telling people you need to be on my power team, but it's an internal word to you to know that this is the team of people that are going to help me infuse my power that God has given me so that I can see things happening in my life and in my business, right? And then core area four. We're still talking about question number one and setting that foundation. Core area four is, you know, do I have my marketing automated? Do I have my marketing automated? Uh, automation is incredibly powerful, and it's something that we can't overlook in the 21st century, right? We need to be utilizing technology and one of the first ways to use it within our business is to make sure that we at least have our email marketing platform that we are utilizing it to automate right and automation can be done in so many ways you can have uh, if you have someone who or if you have a product and you want to set it up to where it's automated you got your sales landing page for your Uh, You've got a form that is ready for um, automating with your email marketing system. You have all of those things ready. Then you can connect them so that you won't have to do it again. That means that every person that comes that wants a, a, a compelling offer that you're offering or want to purchase a product, they are able to do it because you've already created the steps and you've already inputted all of those steps, all of the emails that they should be receiving, when they should be receiving them, you've already automated that in your email marketing platform. So marketing automation can be quite powerful. And for those of you that are solo entrepreneurs, guess what? It's probably one of the biggest things you should be doing, especially if you have not created your power team yet. Last but not least, in the first area, Uh, The first question of setting your foundation is, you know, am I prepared to receive the money? Oh, yeah. We can't overlook this. There there are four sections uh, in receiving money. You need a business checking account. You need a good bookkeeping system. You need a merchant account that is going to allow you to accept credit cards, and then you need to become the queen of cash flow. In other words, knowing how to create a cash flow analysis for yourself. So very, very important. So now that we have finished all five core areas in one and setting your foundation, you need to go over these questions again in your in your quiet space. And, and as you begin to plan, you need to figure out how these things are going to be implemented. I highly encourage you to schedule a Power Talk with me and to schedule a Power Talk. Again, for those of you that are members of Women About Biz, all you need to do is log into the member portal. In the left-hand column, go, go down to coaching, click on coaching, and in coaching, it says schedule Power Talk. That's all you need to Okay, and then, um, we will be on our way to talking about better setting your business foundation and how you can get that done. Now we're moving on to question number two and the five questions of business leadership. What are my top three business goals this month? right? Remember, in question one, it talked about really preparing yourself and knowing what where you're headed for the quarter. But now we're pinpointing pinpointing it and looking at what your top three business goals are for the month. And then in question three um, is, do I have my power team in place? Remember, in question one, it was really working up your outline and figuring out who was going to be on your power team. But now the question is, do you have it in place? And then question four is, am I being consistent with marketing and communication? Well, one of the things that help you to be consistent is when you've automated your marketing right? When you market, when you automate things, that means that you will have to do and spend some time on planning and putting it together. But once you make that initial time commitment, oh, wow, the power is ignited and you will begin to see how automation can really help you. Last but not least, whew, I've got to take a deep breath on this one. On a scale of one to ten, What's your belief level? This question is most important, and it's a very special question to me because it allows me to measure and be accountable to myself. And this question will do the same for you. It will hold you accountable to yourself. I know just as good when my belief level has gone down and when I am lacking self-confidence and when I am procrastinating. I know, I know, because I don't see any movement in my business. I don't see any movement in my goals. I don't see any movement in my task. I know just as good when something is going on with me and I will sit myself down and figure it out and say what is going on, what is actually happening here. You know, I've said on a scale of 1 to 10 because we have to have some type of measurability um, in order to hold ourselves accountable. And so, therefore, 1 being the lowest and 10 being the highest. I would definitely say, though, that when you say you're at a 5 at the midway point of the scale, um, that you are seeing some activity being done, but you know that you can totally improve on it. That's very, very important. So with that said, remember that your belief level is truly tied directly to your actions. So this, in this question, nobody is judging you but yourself. You, and you're not even judging yourself, you're holding yourself accountable. That's the difference, right? And so when you hold yourself accountable, you should know that if you don't see action in what you are saying that you want out of life and business, you automatically know that you need to go back to the to the belief um and belief levels and take a look at where you are and figure out what's going on with you Why is it that you're procrastinating? Why is it that it's taking you so long to get things off of the ground? Why is it that you find yourself participating in new activities when you know darn well that you've got other things that you should have been doing? You said they were important to you, and yet you're replacing it with other new activities. You seem to get those activities done, or you're participating in those activities. So let me just say this. When you have something that you want to happen in your life or your business, and you feel that you're passionate about it, you feel that you're very serious about it, the one thing that you should know is that you're going to have to sacrifice, number one, some time. You're going to have to give up some time that you may be spending somewhere somewhere else, and you're going to have to eliminate certain activities. Yes, you will. It's all a part of you pinpointing and focusing for once on what it is that you want, right? So, of course, if you're taking action, you're going to see goals being accomplished, right? You're going to see your to-do items being marked complete on your list, right? Because these are the things that that are going to help you accomplish whatever it is that you want to experience, thereby accomplishing your vision. So, It's important that you understand that these five questions of business leadership are actually helping you to become the queen of your empire. So what are you going to do with it? How will you put these questions and take them and the answers that you come up with from the questions that you ask of yourself, how will you take those answers and take action to things that need to happen? How will you do that? Again, I encourage you that if you are not used to doing this, you need to schedule a power talk so I can set you on the right path, on your right journey, right? Because after all, when you talk with individuals who've been there, done that, and they have wisdom, this means that you won't be making the same mistakes that they did, or at least you should not be, right? Very, very important. I'm going to move right on into preparing your mind for greatness. Oh, how important it is to do that. You know, I am so awesomely blessed by God the Father. He has given me so much knowledge. And um, the Spirit has really been speaking with me and saying, you have not been taking advantage of all of the things that you can do from the knowledge that God has given you. Oh, yeah, I know I got some books in there. I know I have some retreats, some events, some different things. And so I am structuring myself Adding uh, a couple more people, professionals to my power team so that I'm not hard-headed, so that I am able to do the things that God has blessed me with, thereby being a living testimony to you and to others who want to achieve success as well. So again, I'm very, very excited about all of those things that God has blessed me with. And it all stemmed from me doing one simple thing, and that is preparing my mind for greatness. So I want to talk to you about preparing your mind for greatness because this is not just a sometimes. This is not just a, oh, I did it twice this week. No. Mm-mm. You should be preparing. your. It should be an integral part of you, and you should be doing it every single day for the rest of your life, preparing your mind for greatness. In Philippians 4, 6 through 8, it says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And this is my favorite part. He says, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just. Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. Oh, yes. And so by preparing your mind for greatness, you should know that the peace of God, the Father, which surpasses all of your understanding, will guard your heart and guard your mind in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. And this is why preparing your mind for greatness is so powerful. This is why you must do it every day. This is why it must be a habit. Know that God wants great things for you. Oh, absolutely. Don't wait to be validated by anyone on this earth. God has already validated you. You just need to believe, queen. Just need to believe so that the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. That belief is a powerful thing, right? And so when you develop a level of belief so strong, so great that it compels you to take swift and immediate action, you will then be practicing unshakable faith you will then have reached a level where God can show up and show out in your life and in your business. So don't you forget, you don't need anybody to validate who you are. You don't need anybody to validate your ideas because God has already validated you. All you need to do is just add to the recipe your belief and the rest as they say, will be history because you will be experiencing the visions that you have set forth for yourself. It is 1243 after the hour. Don't hang up. Don't click off because we've got more great information for you. I want to remind all of you that Successful Woman Radio replays are available to you in the member portal. All you need to do is just log in to member.womenaboutbiz.net and then scroll down to podcasts and just click on Successful Woman Radio and there the latest shows are ready for you to listen to on any smart device that you can think of right so In the month of December, we talked about week one, gratitude and marketing, right? We talked about that. We gave you some great ideas on how you can incorporate gratitude as your marketing to your your customers and clients. Week two, we talked about five ways to be grateful in times of challenge. Listen, we're going to have some challenging times, but we can continue to be grateful. In week three, we talked about the power of the word thank you, right? How to enhance client relationships. And then today in week four, we're getting ready to talk about seven ways you can show gratitude to yourself. You know, the holiday season is not only a time for celebration and gratitude, but it can also be an opportunity for self-reflection and self-appreciation, you know, especially for women business owners. You know, let's face it, ladies, trying to balance the demands of entrepreneurship with festive seasons can be definitely challenging, right? That is why it's crucial to prioritize self-care and recognition during this time of year. So what I want to do is I want to share with you seven tips to help you tap into self-preciation this holiday season, starting with number one. Reflect on your achievements. Take a moment to reflect on your journey as a woman business owner. Acknowledge the challenges you've overcome, the milestones you've achieved, and the growth you've experienced, whether big or small. Every accomplishment contributes to your success. You know, create a list of these achievements and revisit them whenever you need a boost of confidence. You know, you can even print them out on um, on a nice parchment paper uh, and frame it. And at the top, in bold in bold letters, it can say "Grateful for these accomplishments." Right? And you can you can create that and make that uh, a tradition every year to replace it with new accomplishments so that you can actually see your growth, right? You know, there is such a difference between bragging and recognizing your accomplishments, your talent, and your potential, right? Bragging and boasting never helps anybody. It might boost your, um, you know, it might boost you for a while, right? It, it may make you excited for a while, but it doesn't necessarily help uh, at all. But there's a difference between being grateful and thankful for what God has given you. And so reflecting on your achievements and being proud of the things that God has allowed to occur in your life and sharing it with others, that's a beautiful thing, okay? Here's number 2, celebrate small victories. Oh, absolutely, girl. If you just if you just say I'm going to clean my desk and I mentioned that because I'm looking at a messy desk right now. And and if you clean your desk and make it clear and and have it to where um where nothing else is there except for what you're supposed to be working on, you would be absolutely amazed at the amount of work you get done. But listen, in the hustle of running a business, it's easy to look, overlook small victories. This holiday season, make a conscious effort to celebrate every success no matter how tiny, right? Whether it's closing a deal, completing a project, cleaning your desk, receiving positive feedback, savor these moments and recognize the value you bring to your business. Here's number three, practice gratitude. Gratitude is a powerful tool for cultivating self-appreciation. Take time each day to express gratitude for the positive aspects of your business and personal life. Consider keeping a gratitude journal to record the things that you are thankful for. Focusing on the positive really can shift your mindset, and help you appreciate the journey that you're on. And so every morning when you prepare your mind for greatness, that's exactly what you're doing is you're practicing gratitude. And it goes so far in helping you to become a better woman for you in life for your family, for your friends, for yourself, for God. It helps you all the way around. Here's number four as we are talking about seven ways to show yourself gratitude. Number four is delegate and prioritize self-care. Ooh, this is a big one. As a woman business owner, it's common to take on numerous responsibilities. However, this holiday season, recognize the importance of delegation. Delegate tasks that others can handle, allowing you to focus on what truly matters. Prioritize your self-care by scheduling. Y'all hear that? scheduling time for relaxation, hobbies, and activities that bring you joy. A well-rested and rejuvenated woman is more likely to appreciate her own efforts than a burned-out, tired, beat-up woman, right? Oh, yeah, you better know it. Here's number five. Connect with a support system. Oh, yeah. Just like, you know, Successful Woman Radio and Women About Biz, they are a part of your support system. But there are other people, other things that can be a part of your support network as well. Surround yourself with a, support, with a supportive network of friends, family, and fellow women entrepreneurs. Share your successes and challenges with them and allow yourself to receive the encouragement and praise you deserve connecting with like-minded individuals can provide a sense of community and remind you that you're not alone on your entrepreneurial journey. Oh, this is that's so beautiful, right? You're not alone. You never have to be alone. And sometimes I think that when we feel like we're alone, is that we're isolating our own selves from others, and that is the time when we need to push through and go ahead and surround ourselves with people with wisdom and others who can be a part of our support network. Here's number six, invest in professional development. Oh yes, this is a part of showing gratitude. Consider investing in your professional development as a form of self-appreciation. Attend workshops, conferences, or courses aligning with your business goals and interests. Continuous learning not only enhances your skills as a business owner, but it also reinforces the value you place on your own growth and development. So very, very important. You know, I... Oh, for a fact, you know. Thirty years of working and being around business women have taught me a lot. And you have different levels of business women. You have people that are in different mindset mindset zones, right? Um, but the one thing that I have learned about us as women, we get what we want to get when we want it, even when we don't have the money. You can take that to the bank, right, ladies? Y'all know it's true. When we set our minds on something that we really want and we just have to have it, we get it. We get it. But I don't think we always value personal and professional development. I don't think we realize that having that mindset where you're always looking for something for free but never wanting to invest in it, I don't think we realize that we're building a habit that's causing self sabotage within ourselves. And so this is why when we, when we are always looking for something for free, even when we know we have the money to invest, even at minimal, small things like a $27 seminar, $47 seminar, or a $197 uh, program to help us, uh, we're always trying to sometimes look for a loophole or workaround, right? But I'm here to tell you that that builds a habit of self-sabotage, and we've got to stop doing that because if we can find the money and the time for other things and other activities that we want, and yet we say we want to be successful in business, what are we actually saying by our actions? Think about that. So it's time to show self-appreciation by investing in yourself, not just with clothes and material things, but things that are going to expand your mindset and help you for years to come. Last but not least in the seven ways to show your gratitude to yourself is to set boundaries. Now, this is a big one because I feel that as women, we don't always set boundaries. But this can't be emphasized enough. Establishing clear boundaries between work and personal life is totally essential for maintaining a healthy balance. During this holiday season, be intentional about setting aside time for yourself and your loved ones. Communicate these boundaries to clients, employees, colleagues, your contracted uh, professionals. By respecting your own time, you demonstrate the importance of self-appreciation, and you create a more sustainable work-life balance. This holiday season, girl, let yourself... Uh, be appreciated. Be at the forefront of your priorities as a businesswoman. By reflecting on your achievements, celebrating your victories, practicing gratitude, delegating tasks, connecting with the support system, and of course, investing in your professional development, and last but not least, setting those boundaries, oh yes, you can cultivate a sense of pride and fulfillment in your entrepreneurial journey. Remember, Embracing self-appreciation is not only beneficial for you, but it also sets a positive example for those around you. It gives testimony to the glory of God. It gives testimony to the Holy Spirit that you are ready and prepared for more, right? It gives testimony all the way around, even to yourself. So it's time for you to love yourself. And remember, God even wrote it down as a commandment to love your neighbor as yourself. I do believe it is the second greatest commandment. So what does that mean to love your neighbor as yourself? God is basically saying here is that you can't love anybody until you put the air mask on first. You have got to learn to love yourself the way God loves you. Only then can you truly love others. Can you truly be appreciative of others? So here we have God giving us an example of loving ourselves. You know what's so amazing about this whole thing is that the first commandment is to love the Lord thy God with all our heart, right? It's to love God for that he sets up the second commandment with something so beautiful as to love your neighbor as yourself. And I want you to understand something here because there's something that a lot of people miss in the mix of reviewing the Ten Commandments, right? Between God saying, love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and loving your neighbor, between those two things is self. Oh, my. Hope, hopefully you guys are getting an aha moment here. Are you standing up shouting, saying glory? Are you, are you getting it? Are you getting it? Next to God is You next to God is you. Why is that? Because God created us in his own image. You better know it. You better know that within you, upon your birth, he preinstalled love in you. This is why the second commandment doesn't say love yourself. He says love your neighbor as yourself because love is already in you. And what is love? Love is God. Oh, my, I hope some of you are getting this because this lighting my fire right now. It's helping me to understand that I was already great when I was born. So were you. You are already the queen of your own empire. You just got to catch up with it. You have got to know that God has bestowed upon you powers that you can't even see. He's already bestowed those powers upon you. That's what it's talking about in Philippians 4, 6 through 8. God is saying, but in everything by prayer and supplication and with thanksgiving, let your request be made known. Because whatever you ask for, you shall receive, because I have already pre-installed within you the power to get it done. And the peace of me, that's what God is saying, the peace of me which surpasses all of your earthly understanding, it's going to guard your heart and your mind. I got your back, girl. That's what God is saying. I got your back. In Christ Jesus, I have you. I have you. Now go. Fulfill your dreams. Fulfill your goals. Make things happen in your life. Make your requests be made known to me so that I can bless your life. Practice that power of goal setting. Transfer those thoughts out of your mind so that you can make it plain and clear and manifest those things using the power that I have bestowed upon you. Make it happen, queen. Make it happen. And so it's time for you Step up into the glory of God and become the queen of your empire, to become the queen that you know God made you to be. Well, queens, we've come to the end of the show. I trust that you have received these words with the love of God and that you are ready to go out and make some things happen. I love you, and of course, as always, I am thankful for you in Christ Jesus. Amen. Have a beautiful, beautiful week. Be productive and enjoy the holiday. And remember, appreciate yourself by practicing joy. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.